Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Happy Thursday afternoon. Remember the lines that existed when the first Whataburger opened and streets were closed and the lines of cones were up because we knew it was going to be such a craze to have that first restaurant open. Now we bear, not that we don't notice it, but now that we're on our 50th or whatever the, <laughs> yeah. whatever which one we're on now. Can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Whataburger on these parts. <laughs> I still have not been to one. Have you? I have not. My my wife had uh, before before we got married, but long before we got together, there there was there's been a Whataburger in Tampa on Hillsborough Avenue for a long time, and uh, it, unfortunately, it went up before I left town, uh, or after yeah after I left town, but before she did. So yeah, she has been and said it was great. She used to go there. I think uh, it was a family member that used to take her there all the time. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'd say I uh, spent a week in Fredericksburg, Texas, two years ago. It was right after we had all like the rolling blackouts and stuff here. It was right when Texas got hit with all their ice. Yep. I spent a week down there, did the show from from there or whatever. And there, and Fredericksburg's not a big town, 20,000 people probably. And they had a Whataburger. And I thought, and this is just as we were starting to get all of ours. I'm like, oh, this is great. That'll be my, ch- get off the air at two o'clock. It won't be busy at 2.15. It's right down the street from where I'm staying. Yeah. I'll go check it out. And every and they have Whataburger all over in Texas. I mean, it's not a novelty there. Every single day that we got off the air, there was a line around the block at this. And so I never did it because I just wasn't going to wait. Yeah, I, it it was never that busy. We used to, the, the In-N-Out Burger, which we'll get to here in a second, the one in Idaho, um, the only In-N-Out Burger that I've ever been to, and I've been to it several times, is on our way, when we fly to Phoenix and then drive down to Mexico, there's mm-hmm. a there's a, an In-N-Out Burger on the way, on the, I guess it's the western side of Phoenix. So we always stop there, grab a burger, and then hit the road and go down to Mexico. And it's outstanding. I mean, I love In-N-Out Burger. It is by far my favorite sort of restaurant fast food chain burger by a mile. I have been one time when I went to Joshua Tree, flew into Vegas and then went down into Joshua Tree. And there was one somewhere, probably in Palm Springs or something like that. It was good. I have no memory of it. Yeah. Which should tell you something. That's that's interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, to me... It was, I, I didn't really even know that it was a big deal. You know, the, the In-N-Out Burger was a big deal the first time that I went. And then, of course, it got mentioned to the Big Lebowski. And all of a sudden, everybody wanted to go to In-N-Out Burger. But, uh, yeah, it was it was packed. 
it, but it wasn't crazy. It wasn't a line outside. There was a line at the drive-thru, but there wasn't a line of people standing in line outside to just even get into the place. So In-N-Out Burger has opened in the hills of Idaho, uh, Meridian, which is a suburb of Boise. Uh, some people camped out the night before in 30-degree weather to be in line. <laughs> Others waited in their car for up to eight hours on opening day. Uh, TMZ said the drive through line was so long, it ended up starting in a nearby dirt lot with a sign that warned customers, if you are now back at this point, we have timed this out. And if you are back here, you'll be sitting in your car for at least eight hours. I'm amazed. And that, they did. I'm amazed there's enough people in Idaho to have an eight hour line for anything. But I, I, I guess it's grown some. Um, that's incredible. I, OK, as much as I love In-N-Out Burger, I'm not waiting eight hours for anything. All right. Population of Boise is 237,000. <laughs> that's just Boise City. OK. Population of Idaho is 1.9 million. Wow. So it's, you're coming in it's from 1.8 million more than I thought there were. Right. I, I mean, Boise's a decent town, but um, so it is the 400th store of In-N-Out Burger, but most of the restaurants are in California. Plans to expand in Tennessee and New Mexico in the next few years. No, we are not on that list. Oh, I mean, great. We've got Whataburger, but like I said, I, I still haven't been there. So I don't, I can't really judge it based on my experience at In-N-Out. But uh, yeah, we need, we need In-N-Out. They, they need to expand more. The problem is places like that, when they do expand and go nationwide, the quality tends to suffer. And it's just not a novelty anymore. Yeah. You know, it, it gets less popular because you just have it. You just have it there everywhere. Just like um, we don't have Sonic where I'm from in Illinois until you get way in South Illinois. Yep. I come here and we have a Sonic on every other. I don't think it's as big as I it initially was when I moved here, but they're all over the place. I mean, I went all the time when I first moved. I haven't been in years. Yeah, it's funny. You, funny you mentioned that because the the little town where we lived in Waterloo, Illinois. There's there's a Sonic there that's been there for years and years and years. So, yeah, I guess Northern Illinois, no. But no. when you get, I guess, maybe the St. Louis area is kind of the line of demarcation that anything south of there, you'll you'll run into them. If I'm not mistaken, it's south of Springfield. Is it? Once okay. you get kind of in that oh, southern so that's, third. that's not too far south. Yeah, that's like an hour and a half north of, uh, of, of St. Louis. So, yeah, yeah uh, still good stuff, but uh, not something that I would go absolutely crazy for. Yes. Okay. I think I have the right product in front of me. What's the thing you heard about this morning? Oh, the cheese. <laughs> yes, I, I ran into this. I think it was an ad that popped up on Facebook and I thought I have never seen this before. It looks amazing. And it turns out it's been around for a long time. It's just that this particular place that's called the Cheese Brothers in Wisconsin, because where else would they be, mm -hmm. uh, is now they've got their own version of this that they call Golden Baked Bliss. It's a kind of cheese that's called Justo. It's J-U-U-S-T-O. And what that means is you take a, a white cheese, a sort of semi-soft white cheese, and bake it. And it gets that kind of brown crust over the top of it. Uh -huh. And then you let it cool again, and they package it and sell it. So it's it's shelf-stable. They can just put it on store shelves, and you can buy this stuff. And then you take it home, warm it up again, 
and just go at it. And I thought, oh, I need that in my life so much. The idea of when we don't tell anybody we did this uh, at McDonald's when I worked there uh, as a 16 year old. It, for a snack, sometimes what we would do is take a piece of the cheese and just mm-hmm. slap it down on the grill and leave it there for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. And then with the the spatula, just kind of roll it up. And it was the best thing ever. Oh, it was so good. And that's kind of what this looks like, only it's white cheese instead of yellow. Yeah. If anybody's ever had this, um, because the, the one analogy that's coming to mind, and it's not a very good one, is Saganaki. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, it's... Yeah. it's any cheese that is designed to be eaten by itself. That's it's the stuff, hearty enough. That's that, the one they light on fire at the table, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's so good. And then it gets <laughs> hot and you can, it's kind of spreadable a little bit on bread, but that's it. I mean, really, it's just meant to be eaten by itself, which this is like, they show pictures of this being dipped in marinara. Yep. But the idea is it's, it's by itself. You don't need anything else with it. Yeah, what else? I mean, it's it's baked cheese. What else could you possibly? Yeah, yeah they said either marinara or cherry lavender jam, which also sounds amazing. That's kind of like uh, when they do brie with, uh, was it blueberries, right? Is, is There's like a blueberry yeah. spread that you do with brie, that yep. sort of thing. Um, my favorite thing about this, though, is on the Cheese Brothers website, which is cheesebros.com, in case you were wondering, they tell you how to heat it up, and it's like five or ten minutes, depending on how you do it, on a grill, in a skillet, in the oven, and then microwave. Heat until hot. <laughs> oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> appreciate that. Uh, it's And it says 15 seconds to one minute, but heat until hot? Oh, thank you. I yeah, appreciate the serving suggestion. I am on the uh, where you can shop all now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part of the uh, the website, and oh. I should not have opened this part. <laughs> and there's not actually as much on here as oh yes there is. Never mind. It just takes long, it just takes a little while to load. Every variety, is, cheese, cheese curds, anything. Everything you ever wanted. Anything you ever need. Um, Parmesan cheese sticks. Oh wow. And so like mozzarella cheese sticks, they yeah. do them in Parmesan. Uh, they've got crackers here to go with everything. They have string cheese in every form. There's a place that's just south of Milwaukee, um, just north of the border. Like when if you're driving up from Chicago to Milwaukee, you go over the Wisconsin border, past the Bong Recreation Area. No, I'm not making that up. And uh, and then right after that, there's this place. I think it might be called House of Cheese, and it's massive. I mean, huge. And all it is, is like you just said, it's it's the brick and mortar version of this. And we walked in there one time and thought, I had no idea there could be this many kinds of cheese in the world. And they're all under one roof. It's incredible. <laughs> all right. As long as we're sticking with the uh, with the dairy theme here a little bit. <laughs> um, let's see. My computer says it's about 52 outside. It's a little chilly to be talking about ice cream. But we'll do it anyway. Coming up next on KMBZ. What was that? It was that was Eddie Murphy, right? From Eddie Murphy Raw? Delir- yes, that was Raw. Or was it Delirious? I think it was Raw. He's wearing okay. the red jumpsuit in this one. Yeah, I think that was <laughs> that might have been Delirious. I don't know. I, I can't remember. It's it was a long time ago. Yeah, them. that's funny. I ask because of what you just told us on our thread, and I didn't know if that was you. Oh, no. <laughs> Last night, No, that's, I thought maybe that, we're playing the audio. That's not making it to the air, no. 
Yeah, we uh, we had a little Christmas get together last night, and uh, apparently I sang karaoke. So that happened. Uh, there's apparently. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I did. I know. But uh, yeah, there's video. <laughs> Dan Weinbaum uh, was was kind enough to video the thing and just sent it to me. He just texted it to me. And I thought, oh, no, there's video. So, yeah, that's I a think thing. I care more if there's audio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there is. But well, I, I mean, that's... but it's cell phone audio. So, so of course, it sounds terrible. So what? Sometimes cell phone audio sounds good. <laughs> not we use it every case. day. Yeah, but this was me singing. So no, a cell phone video of me singing is not in any way going to sound good. Hold on, let me text Dan. <laughs> oh, I'm already on it. Don't Just in case yeah, he's not I'm, listening. I'm there. He, sent the radio. he sent it to you too? Oh, he's, yeah, man. I asked him for it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Listen, you could have just kept it quiet and not told us about it in the thread, but yeah, you did it uh, twice, in fact, uh, today. So, no. yeah, I, you must I, be proud of it. I mentioned that I did, but uh, yeah. Okay, so we'll get to that here uh, coming up in a bit. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, yeah, it does seem like a weird day of the year to have this. You'd think this would be like in July. Yeah, it's it's National Ice Cream Day. How is that a thing that happens on December 13th? And I was looking at it on their, uh, you know, on the uh, the article from nationalday.com. They mentioned that, I mean, they, they have like the last five or six of them, and they're all December 13th. Is there a connection between ice cream and December 13th? Because they have a timeline that goes all the way back to the invention of ice cream by the, uh, was it the Persians, I think, in, in 500 B.C., but there's no date on there of December 13th. It just gives years when things happened. So History of ice cream. <laughs> That's going to take some time. There, there must be some kind of connection between December 13th. Even the date, 1213 or 1213, doesn't really seem to mean much. But here it is, National Ice Cream Day. Uh, which, as you pointed out, seems like it would be much better suited to July. You're going to have to keep talking because now I'm looking at this. Oh, you're, <laughs> oh, geez. I don't need the terms and use of this website. <laughs> I just need to. I've got the history of the ice cream cone. Oh, OK. No, yeah, well, I just no, want the history the, the ice, of ice cream. To the ice cream cone, I know that's a St. Louis thing. That um, that was the 1904 World's Fair. Um, which took place in St. Louis, and that's where the Olympics were that year as well. But they they had an ice cream vendor who was right next to a waffle guy. And so they got the idea, hey, why don't we put these things together, make a cone out of the waffle, and then put the ice cream inside it so people can walk around eating ice cream and then eat the waffle. So that's where that whole thing came from. But, um, yeah, they go through a bunch of stuff in here. Uh, you know, different styles of ice cream and, and you know, the the favorites, uh, which we'll mm-hmm. get to here in a second. Um, and just, you know, little quizzes about ice cream and why we love National Ice Cream Day. Nationalday.com is pretty good at doing this kind of stuff. But uh, in terms of, like, the favorite flavors, and it, it goes through popular toppings as well, mm-hmm. uh, 24% prefer hot fudge. That's the leader. Not really a surprise. Caramel syrup right after that. Whipped cream. Fudge brownie. Uh, fudge brownie topping, which is kind of cool, chocolate syrup, uh, and then followed by, boy, bananas, candy, hard shell, maraschino, and then it goes kind of down the list from there. But the top ice cream flavors are not what I would have expected. I'm going to assume they are boring. N- not, well, uh, not really. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's not just like chocolate and vanilla, but cookie dough is way up the list. Mint chocolate chip is way up the list. Cookies and cream is way up the list. Um, let's see what else is in there. 
So, yeah, I mean, and those are the ones, in addition to chocolate and vanilla, that seem to show up the most. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's strawberries on the list as well. So they're not all boring, but uh, it's it also doesn't go into, like, rum raisin or anything that's right. really kind of strange along those lines, too. Yeah, if you want to get in here, feel free. 913-586-67798. We grew up with Dairy Queen being very, very close to our house. It was, like, the closest place to go and get. If it wasn't 31 flavors, like my grandma called it, it was Dairy Queen. It was very close. And so it's always been a very basic hot fudge sundae yeah. for me is, is just the, is the best thing out there. But I'm a butter pecan girl. Butter pecan is good. Uh, I'm a salty sweet girl. Pralines and cream is good for the same reason. Yeah. Um, yep. And yet with us, there was a place we used to go, and I can't for the life of me remember what it was called, um, but they did banana boats. And that was that. That was kind of my go-to because I mean, then you get three scoops of ice cream and the banana and the whipped cream and the nuts and all of the rest of it, and, and then it gets to the, you know the little plastic boat, and you get to take that home too. So <laughs> that was always that was always a favorite. I used to split it with my sister. Okay, um, I need a point of clarification. Today is December fourteenth. Was National Ice Cream Day yesterday? Oh, apparently so. I'm sorry. I thought today okay. was the 13th for some reason. Yeah, the text line's okay. all over us going, today's the 14th. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, we missed it then. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm like, blaming jet lag. Yeah. Well, the, the good news about this is that uh, there weren't any specials. They didn't go through like it, like they do for National Donut Day, which mm-hmm. was just a couple of weeks ago as well, where they say, oh, here's all the places you can get a free donut. It's not like it, there was nothing tied to it, so we're not telling you about something that you can't take part in. But uh, yeah, what about you, Colin? Do you have a, f- a favorite ice cream flavor? Depends on where I get it from. What? Uh, okay. What? I'm So I'm a big cookies and cream guy. Okay. Just by itself. I used to be a big cookie dough guy. I'm a big fan of uh, just Oreos in general. Yeah. As well. That's where the cookies and cream things come from. Can't but hate Oreos. No doubt. No, no. And I think if, if, if I had a tier list of dessert, ice cream is probably at the top. Okay. Um, What's the best place to get cookies and cream? Or is it Gosh. just better to go to the grocery store and buy a it's, half gallon? I mean, of it? it's it's more cost efficient. I think yeah. oh, to sure. go, rather to go and oh gosh, than to go, uh, you know, out and go get something for four or five dollars. There was uh, I liked going to Cold Stone. There was one uh, in Aggieville because I went to K State. Every Tuesday they had a deal for the college students where you could get one ice cream cup and then you get a second for one dollar. Oh wow! If you showed your IDs, okay, your, your college IDs, so that that's where we would go. But yeah, cookies and cream, I think, are is my favorite. I've been to Cold Stone exactly once. It's expensive. Yeah, that's Me why. Too. One time, yeah, it's and it's for the show. If you have ever made your own ice cream, nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight, is it worth it? Just like I have made pasta twice. No, it's not worth it. It's better what you buy in the store. It's not worth the work. Yeah, I, I've got a friend who makes pasta. He likes making ravioli, mm-hmm. and so he'll he's got the one with the rollers, you know, and you sit mm-hmm. there and you roll it out, and then you put it through again and roll it out and make it even thinner. Mm-hmm. And it just it's so time consuming. And if you're doing that for a dinner party, you're going to be doing nothing but rolling out pasta all day. I made ravioli for ten people once. Yeah. And I'll never do it. The things that I had to have hanging around my apartment because you have to dry all that pasta out. (laughs) Like every broom handle I could find, I covered with wax paper to try to get all that stuff. I love to make gnocchi. That's great. I'll do that from scratch anytime. But pasta is not worth it. But if you've made ice cream from scratch, 
is it have you mastered it is it worth it yeah because they one of the things that's in the article uh, on nationalday.com is 1846 the ice cream maker was patented and then uh yeah nancy johnson was the inventor patented the first hand cranked ice cream maker and that I, I I remember them selling those on TV. There was like an infomercial about them, about, you know, you can buy your own ice cream maker and then make ice cream at home. And it, it looked cool, but it also looked like a tremendous amount of work. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's worth it, fine. Yeah. But is it worth it? Uh, we'll get to a break here. We'll get to your comments on this next on KMBZ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 12.34 is the time, 98.1 KMBC. John Grayson here with you. Hey, a quick reminder before we get to the phones, uh, and Jamie will be back with us in a second. Coats for Kids still going on uh, through the end of next week, I believe, is the uh, the eventual end date that we have on that. We're getting ever closer to the goal, but we're still not there yet. We still need your donations for Coats for Kids. Help us keep all the kids in Kansas City warm this winter with a brand new winter coat uh, for the kids whose families simply can't afford it. And $25 will put a coat on a kid. We can put your money with somebody else's but if you can donate more than 25 then please do and we're we'll let you know when we get to our goal and if you're able to help us surpass it this year just go to kmbz.com click the link at the top of the page or make an automatic donation by uh texting kmbz coats all run together no space to 44321 and again thanks to our friends at pinnacle bank for helping us out this year with uh, a big check and uh, not only a, a check from the corporation but also a personal check from the uh, the ceo of pinnacle bank so they've done a great job helping us out we need your help as well please do okay so i ran to my fridge <laughs> real quickly because <laughs> several of you on the text line now are asking for the gnocchi recipe um we can do a little a little gnocchi 101 on the air here for a second. Yeah. I thought I had the um, index card on my fridge. I don't. I have no idea where it is because I don't make it often enough. Before my grandma died uh, 10, 15 years ago, she and I spent a day in her kitchen. So she taught me family recipes. And then I wrote everything down to the extent that she could give me amounts which was difficult. She cooks like my great grandmother. Hey, yeah, it, it's how, how much? Some <laughs> until it tastes right. Yeah, right. 
And if it doesn't taste right, you add a little bit more. Uh-huh. And, and how do I know if it's cooked? When it feels right. Yep. Well, how do I know if it feels right? Well, you feel it, and if it doesn't feel right, then you cook it a little bit more. It, it, it was exactly that kind of thing. My favorite was when it looks done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What does done look like? Yeah, she couldn't give me amounts of anything. Same thing with, like, the Sunday gravy, the Sunday sauce that everybody, mm-hmm. every Italian family has a version of. Same thing. You just kind of, you just have to have eaten it enough to know what the final result tastes like. And then over the course of your life, you keep trialing, trying and, and trial and error until you get there. And then you know what it took, but it takes 20 years to get there. Yeah. Um, I tell, tell me the problems that y'all are having and maybe I can, maybe I can help. I just, it's potato and egg and flour. Yeah. That's and, that's and water. Yeah. That's what's in mine water. too. Yeah. It's a dough, basically. You're, you're just getting a dough, and then it has to sit a little bit like a dough would, and then you just roll it out. And I don't know what everybody else does, but we always brown ours. I always brown mine. and I like texture. Oh, interesting. I don't like, okay. I don't like gnocchi that's soft. My grandma did not brown them. I, she just, there's a version of gnocchi called chalitz in Italian cooking. It's all flour. Those aren't potato, but it's the same shape. There's also a cheese one. Yes, I don't like, I like potato gnocchi that's been browned and with like a brown butter and sage. So that's what I do. But, and so we can talk about that, but you just gotta, you, you just gotta play with it until it gets there. Yeah. And the thing is, if you're going to boil them, if, if you're going to get, cause that's what I do is I use boiling water and you're right. You just roll it out, cut it into the little pillows and then roll them off a fork. So you get the little marks in the top. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, if you're going to boil them, and usually mine is two-thirds to one-third. So it's two-thirds potato through a ricer. You boil the potatoes, put them through a ricer, and then one-third uh, flour and an egg or two, depending on how much you're going to make. Um, but as soon, if you're going to boil them, as soon as they float, get them out of the water. If you don't, they end up mush. I, again, these are that term mush I can't stand. Yeah, I boil mine less than you need to because I'm going to put them in a pan and get them. Yep and get them texture and then you can freeze them really easily. It makes a ton. <laughs> and so if you're gonna do the work, you may as well Definitely. freeze them. We're talking about ice cream, we'll get to calls. If you have gnocchi questions, <laughs> feel free to text me. We both have experience, yes, yes. right. So uh, so do that thing, but well, yeah, we'll go back to the ice cream talk and bring in Rachel in Spring Hill. Hello, Rachel. Hi, how are you? Couldn't be better, what's on your mind? Um, yeah, so you guys were talking about uh, homemade ice cream, and um, I just had some experience with it. I haven't made it myself, but I have really fond memories of growing up and my grandparents making homemade ice cream, homemade vanilla ice cream for um, uh, holidays like the 4th of July. And so they would have, like, the the machine, and um, theirs was a plug-in, but you'd have to put the ice on the outside, and you had to keep salting the ice so yep. that it would keep the ice cream cold. And they put the ingredients inside, and then um, they would serve that with my grandma's homemade chocolate sheet cake and it was like as a kid it was like the best thing ever and I haven't had it as an adult and so I don't know if I'm just like my memory of it is so good but it is really worth it and I you know I kind of want to do it for my kids now um, but then of course I've got to get like the ice cream machine and do all the work but <laughs> yeah right that's that's, <laughs> that's always the fun memory. part what, um, yeah. how fancy did you get with flavors it was always just vanilla ice cream it was like okay. standard the most delicious vanilla ice cream with that chocolate sheet cake and um yeah we it was always like all right we're serving up the ice cream now you know yeah 
Mm-hmm. Oh, so, that's that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, Rachel, thank you. Um, yeah, sounds like you had a good time. Yeah, and that, that always confused me because I, I remember hearing, well, yeah, if you're going to make it, you got to get a bunch of rock salt. And I thought there's rock salt and ice cream? Ugh. But no, it, it doesn't go into the ice cream. It's just there to melt the ice real fast to draw the heat out. We'll keep going here with the ice cream, and then we got to have a conversation about terminology <laughs> with Jan- Italian stuff. To Janelle and Miriam next. Hi, Janelle. Hi. What's on your, What's a, going on with you? Well, I want to tell you about this guy that was staying with us. He was from Sweden, and he'd never heard of homemade ice cream. And um, we were in actually in Salina in a store, and he bought a homemade ice cream maker. And his plan was to go back to Sweden. He lived on the seaside and make homemade ice cream right there on the beach and then sell it to people. He thought it would be a huge moneymaker. Uh huh. And um, it was just, it was so cute. And we were in a store and he bought it. We went to another store and he kept going out in the car and looking in the trunk at this ice cream maker. He was so fascinated with it. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it is It is the kind of thing that will, um, uh, you know, it's usually like a family event, like our previous caller Rachel was talking about, where you get all the kids together and you just watch the machine do its magic and all of that stuff. Even yep. the old hand cranks were yep. like that. Yep. Love it. Thank yep. you, Janelle. Yeah. Yeah, take care. Uh, how about Jim in Topeka next? Hi, Jim. Hello there. All the memories that they're stirring up, we lived so far out in the country that you couldn't buy snowball ice or melt it. Uh-huh. So the only time we had ice cream was when we had a crowd and made it ourselves, and that was the best time for it, and yes, it was important. But the other time that we had back in the uh, 50s, they made a little half-gallon one that you put in the freezer and plugged it in, and we wore that thing out. <laughs> Now, the other thing that we've got is is when we do the trail rides down at the lake and have a large group, we've got a hit-and-miss motor, the old pop-pop-pop motor, and it runs two of those hand-crank ice cream deals, and we do the ice cream social deal with that. So, yeah, it's worth it for some things, for just having it to eat. No, for yourself, no, it's not. But all the memories and all the stuff goes with it, all the... The details of keeping the ice filled, keeping the salt in, keeping that hole unplugged where the water didn't overflow. Yep. There was a lot of jobs that went with that. That was just, that uh, you moved up in rank at times. Take care, my friend. You do the same. Yeah. Thanks, there's Sam. there's so many things like that that are an event. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That it's like you, you wouldn't do it just on your own. Right. But if it's going to be an event, the kind of things that used to be parties. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That used to be parties. All right. Uh, let's uh, wrap this up with Lisa and Lisa. Summit. Hi, Lisa. Hi. What's um, I can't believe nobody's made it in a coffee can. Do tell. We used to, we used to do um, Girl Scout camping and there were 30 plus of us. They'd run out this huge cabin and we'd make it in a coffee can. You mix all your ingredients in a small can and then you put your ice and your um, salt rock in the coffee can. You tape it up and you roll it back and forth. So you don't crank. You just just it, you like just agitating roll the can oh, up wow. and up and down the room. Yeah, huh. for about fifteen or twenty minutes. 
And that's all it takes. And so did you also do flavors or was your just? Yes. You pick out your own flavors and you use whipping cream and you use, you know, the sugar. And if you want strawberry or chocolate, and then you just add it in. And then you make sure you seal it up really well and just it, just roll it around. That's great. <laughs> I love it. Lisa, thank you. Yeah, the stuff at Girl Scout camp. And you know, my sister used to go to Bluebirds camp, which was kind of their competitor, I guess. Okay. Um, and, yeah, they, they would they, they were always into something. It was always that artsy, craftsy kind of, you know, ways to do things and ways to make things. She, she did end up with a couple of cool shortcuts, though. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Hold on one second. Uh, so, real quick, because I called it... <laughs> I have one person on the text line. There's always one. There's always one that's going to call you out. Yeah. Um, I called it Sunday gravy. And some oh. of you didn't know what I was talking about. Instead of sauce. And some of you, I think it's just one person. Um, one person who said, I've never heard it called gravy. I've heard it called sugo. Yes, I know the term sugo. And our family, we called it either red gravy or Sunday sauce or Sunday gravy or mm -hmm. some of those. And it's call it whatever you want. It's the big pot <laughs> of red, <laughs> red tomato based sauce that probably has some kind of meat in it. And a lot of families, it was like whatever leftover meat from the week mm -hmm. just kind of all went in there and it cooked all day. And that's what you had for dinner that night. And yeah. the person that's texting on the text line, Thinks I'm making up the term gravy. Oh no, absolutely not. I, not. I will say, and and in our uh, in our family, it was always referred to as spaghetti sauce, tomato sauce, whatever. But uh, you know, pizza sauce that that whole deal. But I have de I've heard many people use that term. That um that may be a, a far northeastern thing. Like New York City, you'll you'll sometimes run into that being called gravy. Uh, Massachusetts, you know that area. Um, you weren't from there, but that's, mm -hmm. that's where I've heard it before. Um, I'm not going to Google the difference between sauce and gravy <laughs> to the person that just wanted me to Google it. I'm not doing that. No, you're wrong, Jamie. And you must be proven wrong <laughs> because it matters. It's desperately important. We're all talking about the same thing. <laughs> We're all talking about food. Can we calm down, please? <laughs> it's just, it's the sauce that Italian families make on Sunday. <laughs> And let it cook all day, and it doesn't really matter what you call it, or if it has rabbit in it, or sausage. It 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 it's red sauce that has meat in it. The point is that it cooks all day. I, I draw the line at rabbit. I'm not I'm not doing rabbit. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, you I Google the, it. The, yeah. <laughs> to and the while person you're telling it. me to Google it, they're like, I've never heard it called that. Well, then you Google it. I got a couple of things you can Google while you're at it, buddy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> John, I have to, before we go to break, I, oh, I will screenshot you, um, the text exchange on Twitter yesterday from a person, who, you know how sometimes you'll have people on the internet, you will say a thing and you will make a joke about a thing. And that person is so set off by this thing that you said. Oh yeah. That they will respond with overwhelming overreaction. I'll have to screenshot you and send that. I made a joke yesterday. It was about this time yesterday where, um, because Twitter was down, Twitter links were down yesterday. And I said it was at the same time that Elon, there was a story out on Twitter about Elon Musk opening a school. And I made a joke. It's called irony. 
about the fact that, gee, I'd like to open a link about Elon Musk, but Twitter, which he owns, isn't letting me do that. Mm-hmm. And instead, somebody went all like sarcastic and snarky. And I thought of it because you, well, you know, yeah. if you open this thing called Google, right. you'll be able to Google the story. <laughs> Uh-huh. And gee, look, I did it. And a million results came up. And I'm like, wow, you really cared about that. Jokes, that you that was important to you. Yeah, jokes always work so much better when you have to explain them. Right. Which I called out and then mm-hmm. yeah, anyway. Sorry. That's <laughs> that's and and then the whole Sunday gravy thing is coming up in the text line too. Okay. We we gotta get to a break. Um coming up after one o'clock in all seriousness here for a second we talked about the uh park hill teacher that had been sentenced today for this case out of 2010 uh matt fleener from channel nine is going to come on after one o'clock and talk to us more about it so we'll get to that coming up we'll be back here in a couple of minutes on kmbz 913-586-7798 okay uh the internet loves a good can we hate on somebody for them uh for something thing and this week it is the term Bear with me here for a moment. <laughs> it is the term DINK. Uh-huh. D-I-N-K, which stands for double income, no kids. It is the couples that are together or are married and do not have kids. And the reason the internet hates them is because they have the money that you don't have because you had kids. And they do things with that money because they don't have kids. And people with kids that don't have that money are mad about it. Which is so ridiculous. I mean, you made your choice, they made theirs, and and just let it go. And the funny thing is, they're doing with their money exactly what you do with the money you don't spend on kids. They're traveling. So you've got a bunch of, of younger people who are, you know, young married couples who don't have any kids, and they're just going on these trips and all of this stuff, and apparently their boomer parents are just getting torqued to the gills about this. And, you know, where are our grandchildren? You don't owe your parents grandchildren, okay? <laughs> you, you just don't. Um, and, yeah, I mean, just calling somebody out for the life choices like that is ridiculous. You don't get to live somebody else's life for them. Did I not say dual income, two kids? Yeah. Somebody is correcting me saying it's dual income, no kids. You said double, but yeah. no, it, it, oh, Fine. Okay. Yeah, because again. Oh my God. We, we have to make everything an argument. I've heard both. So yeah, it's this you gravy. Really, Jamie? <laughs> I just, I can't even anymore. Um, anyway, back to the point, which was not correct on everything. Um, it's, it's a thing on TikTok. It's, it's the people that, cause it usually involves pets and it's usually the pets saying, ha ha, see about the fancy life I have as a pet because my parents don't have kids yep. and I'm the center of their world and that kind of thing. In all seriousness, I was having this conversation with, um, a couple of friends of mine the other day. I don't qualify cause I'm just one, but I have friends that are couples and we were doing the math. And if you look up what a kid costs, it ranges per year, depending on what year it is, like from 13,000 to 21,000 a year. And they said, yeah, we can do the trips because we're not spending $15,000 a year between the two of us yeah. on a kid. And so, yeah, we go travel with that. Sure. And I mean, if that's what you want to do, after all, not only is it your life, it's also your money. 
Correct. And so <laughs> go do with it what you, but the people that have the kids don't like that you are flaunting what you are doing with your life. Because, and they have kids and don't have the money to do it. Because they chose to have kids. Again, their yes. choice, their fault. It, it's I, Jealousy is a ridiculous thing anyway. But, yeah. but when you try to disguise it as, I'm not jealous, you're shirking your responsibility. Your responsibility for what and to whom? I mean, you owe nobody anything. So uh, let them be judgy, I guess. Let them sit there and look down their nose at you all they want. It, I mean, <laughs> again, the Internet's upset about something. Wow, how original, how unique. And they're going to do it from their suite in <laughs> Singapore or wherever <laughs> they are. So loving it anyway. All right, uh, coming up, we'll switch gears. Matt Fleener from Channel 9 will uh, join us to talk about a court case today. Uh, we'll talk about this Park Hill teacher coming up here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.